Hello everyone and welcome to Traylin Talks, where I sit down and read stories that go along with a theme. These stories will range from Reddit, personal stories, and more. So grab a snack, get comfy, and let's dive into these crazy stories. I hope you enjoy! Today's stories are going to be from Reddit and they are themed roommates slash neighbor horror stories. So story number one. Roommates stopped contributing, so we left them nothing. This happened during my junior year of college. I, Claire, lived with five other women. I'll call them Abby, Brooke, Danny, Ella, and Fran. When we signed the lease on the house, we agreed to a one-year deal. June 1st to May 31st, the house was off-campus and unfurnished, so we needed things to make it feel like a home. Prior to moving in, we all sat down and decided what we needed for the house and who was going to bring what and also settle on a chore schedule. We also decided that we would have a household supply fund set up so we could buy things we all would use like toilet paper, paper towels, dish detergent, and laundry detergent. As it turns out, Danny, Ella, Francesca, and I bought most of it. Um, Most of the stuff we needed like a couch, small dining table, dishes, silverware, drinking glasses, cookware, food storage containers, etc. Things went pretty well during fall semester. Shortly after that, however, things started to decline. Abby's boyfriend, Andy, basically moved in with us, and the two of them started acting like they owned the place. Left a dirty dish in the sink, they'd leave a passive-aggressive note about how rude it was to do that. Come home after the library closed at midnight, Abby and Andy went to bed at 10, and if you woke them up, there was hell to pay. Pretty soon, Brooke and her boyfriend, Brad, were acting in much the same way. By February, it was clear to Danny, Ella, Fran, and me that we did not want to live with Abby and Brooke another year. The four of us found a different off-campus place and signed a lease. We let Abby and Brooke know then from then on, the two of them plus their boyfriends went from partial jerks to complete jerks. They did things like stop the clothes washer mid-wash, take ours out and dump them on the floor, and then start their own laundry. They'd use up all the hot water by taking super long showers. They'd write return to sender on our mail. They destroyed flowers our boyfriend sent or brought to us. They refused packages. They stopped contributing to the shared supply fund and started and stopped doing chores. About a week before Memorial Day, Ella got a call from the landlord on our new place saying the previous tenants had moved out and we could move in early if we'd like at no charge. Danny, Ella, Fran, and I discussed it and decided to get out of our current house ASAP, but didn't tell Abby and Brooke of our plans. Memorial Day weekend rolls around, Abby, Brooke, and their boyfriends head out of town to go camping while the rest of us uh, put our plan into action. With the help of friends, Danny, Ella, Fran, and I got all of our stuff moved out. And when I say all, I mean all. Living room furniture, dining room furniture, dishes, silverware, cookware, food storage containers, baking supplies, shower curtain rugs, lamps, vacuum, broom, dustpan, etc. We also decided since neither Abby nor Brooke had contributed to the shared household supply funds since March. The toilet paper, paper towels, dish detergent, laundry detergent, and so forth was ours. So we took all of that too. Abby, Brooke, and their boyfriends were shocked to return from their camping trip to an empty house, which made our petty revenge even sweeter was that on their way home from the camping trip, all four of them got food poisoning and were really, really sick. The scathing texts we got about moving out unannounced and taking all shared household goods, especially the toilet paper, 
priceless. Danny, Ellie, or Ella, Fran, and I are great friends and still get a good laugh about the situation 12 years later. None of us have heard from Abby, Brooke, or Brooke since graduation. <clears throat> so before I give my take on the story, let's dive into these comments. Diarrhea and vomiting with no TP or paper towels. Awesomeness. No soap for the much-needed shower afterwards or a shower curtain. Oh, goodness. So, this one's pretty funny, and that's how come I wanted to start the segment with this one. Um, It's the first story I found that went with this theme. It actually inspired this theme that we are going with today. Um, The next title is, Am I the Asshole for Making My Fiancé Pay Rent? A few years ago, I naively bought a house with my then-girlfriend, even though the relationship was coming to an end. Due to our non-existent budget, I I renovated the entire house myself, leaving only the walls standing. Everything else was torn out, and after a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, my then-girlfriend and I broke up. We just realized that we weren't meant for each other and separated amicably. She didn't want the house due to it being our place and not another home to start a new chapter. But I wasn't ready to let go of the place due to how much time and effort I had put in. I bought her half out and financially strangled myself, but I held on. For years, this went on and I scraped by, but the house was still mine. Eventually, I met someone fantastic, and after over a year of dating, I asked her to move in. This way, we're not spending rent on two houses when we're almost spending all the time together. And now, four years after we've met, we're actually getting married. Congratulations. Recently, however, a subject came up that made me feel like I was going insane, and I didn't realize I could be the bad guy. Currently, all expenses are shared. My fiancé pays half on the bill on gas, water, electricity, groceries, etc., and she pays a little under half of what my mortgage is. For lack of a better word, I'm charging rent. At one point, a friend of mine had moved in for a few months, and we had a similar deal where all costs were shared, so I don't understand how this is an issue. My fiancé and I both are both saving up for a down payment on a new house so that we can have a place that is perfect for us and not a house that I bought because it was the only one I could afford at the time. So it's not like I'm making her pay for a house that will never be hers. I told her it it wouldn't be a problem if she wanted to buy a share of my current house, which she... uh, which she declined. My in-laws and all of her friends think I am an asshole for charging rent, and even though my relationship is still fine, having everyone she knows call me an asshole for this isn't a healthy situation. Am I really that wrong on asking her to pay rent? So, in my opinion, no, you're not the asshole. Um, If she was living anywhere else, she would have to pay rent. So, I don't see why her friends and family are sticking their nose in where it doesn't belong. I mean, don't they have to pay for where they live? And it sounds like your wife, or your soon-to-be wife, isn't really having an issue with this. And plus, you guys are getting married. So, no, you're not an asshole. Let's see about these comments. Uh, first comment, how about opening a joint account for the rent goes into and the money is used for future home purchases and related large-scale expenses? Uh, there's a follow-up to that. That's exactly what we were doing before we got married and I moved into his place, currently ours. I didn't want to feel like I'm freeloading, but paying rent sounded a bit weird, dot, dot, dot. And then there's another commenter saying, she would have to pay anywhere she lives, so I don't see the problem. How you guys arrange it is up to you. I agree with that. 
Not the asshole. It sounds like she's paying rent. It sounds like she's being a respectful adult and contributing to the house where you both live. Agree with this for sure. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. I'm in a similar situation with my partner. His house, his mortgage. I pay half of all expenses because I live there. Agreed. Moving on. Uh, This story is titled, While my neighbors were away, I stole liquor from them. Since I, female 20, began drinking more than a year ago, it has only gotten worse throughout college. All of my alcohol and other illegal items, pills, gummies, etc. were recently discovered and seized by my parents. So I have to start all over with what I have. Because it runs in my family, I'm concerned that when I become older, I'll develop alcoholism if I'm not already considered one. I couldn't resist myself when I saw their huge booze collection while house sitting and boredly looking around the house. I'm so sorry for what I did, but I'm also frustratingly glad I can start drinking again. Even though I didn't take much, I am confident I will get caught because I think the house has cameras. The worst part is that, in my opinion, I will wind up doing even worse things in the future just to get drunk. So... I actually left a comment on this post, and I'm going to go ahead and read mine first. It says, look, you got to come clean. If you don't, you will be embarrassed. I'm sure that if you are open with not only your parents, but your neighbors, you will feel loads better. Your parents might end up helping you get a replacement bottle. Write up an I'm sorry note to go with and get clean with the love of your parents. It's not that they don't, that they want to control you. They want to save you. I didn't get clean from my alcoholic ways until my parents put me out on the street at the age of 18. You are lucky right now and you need to get help which is a true story from my life uh let's read some of the other comments step one is being aware of your problem keep a positive mind op responds to this with yes i'm aware that i have an alcoholism problem but i just can't stop from thinking of drinking uh the commenter uh replies focus on other things paint at the park read the alchemist a really good book turn that thinking into hustling big cookies or some goodies op responds thanks for the device i'll read about that um let's move on because the other comments are kind of just disrespectful and i don't want to read them um story number four am i the asshole for yelling at my husband and calling him a total ass after he called my brother a lazy and a deadbeat okay so i 35 female live with my husband 37 male and my younger brother 26 male he's autistic but he is very capable he pays all of his bills by himself health insurance phone car insurance etc and anytime he's borrowed money from us he's paid us back every single dime even though we try to tell him not to worry about it his special interest is in film and his lifelong dream has been worked has been to work in the film industry and for the last two years he's actually worked as a production assistant on several movies and tv shows some pretty high class it's what he absolutely loves but he has an insane amount of trouble finding jobs he used to work non-stop for about six to eight weeks take six to eight weeks off and then repeat however he hasn't had a full-time movie project in eight months He has had a part-time work here and there. He's kept him afloat, but he hasn't been able to find any other projects. I keep telling him to apply to work at the movie theater, but he really doesn't want to let go of his film dream. He absolutely knows it isn't sustainable, as he's pretty much told me. And I think it's just a matter of time before he does apply. He's been terribly depressed as of late because of it and just hangs around the house most days. 
Hell, today he came downstairs and asked me, what day is it today? He told me he talks to his therapist about all of this, but he seems genuinely genuinely crushed. He's going to have to give up his dream. My husband today came up to me and asked if we could talk about it and said my brother needs to get a job. I said, we have been talking about it and this is a pretty devastating time for him, so I don't want to push him. And he said that my brother should work towards getting his own place instead of just sitting on his ass around the house all day and doing nothing. And I told him not to do that and pointed out he does not leech off our money and buys his own food and pays his own bills and my husband said that doesn't mean he's not a lazy or a deadbeat i lost it and asked him what the hell is wrong with him and said my brother is family and he's great to have around and he does housework for us so he was being a total ass he said seriously and i told him i was done talking about it and left the room my husband and my baby brother are not are not only the two most important men in my life, but the two most important people in my life. I would never make my brother feel like a burden or try to kick him out, but can also kind of see where my husband is coming from. Am I the asshole? And then there's an edit. I'm honestly kind of shocked at the amount of people who seem to assume my husband is the sole provider of the house. I work and provide just as much as he does, so please stop commenting with the assumption that I'm basically dictating what we do with my husband's earnings. Okay uh comment one reads yeah you both could have handled that better you definitely need to talk to your husband when you both can be calm and rational or rational preferably where someone somewhere your brother cannot hear then you need to apologize to your husband for calling him ass and blowing up explaining to him calling your brother's names and the possibility of hurting your brother's feelings made you react so strongly so strongly that the very thing you wanted to protect your brother from you ended up doing to your husband he too needs to apologize he didn't have to stoop so low to call your brother's names if his concerns really is his your brother's willingness to do other work he has got he's not going to motivate him by being a bully i agree with this you can't bully people but also i i see where he is coming from um if he doesn't want the brother to be living there forever and that's understandable you're a couple and you do need to discuss this um and then there's another comment hey lizzie i work film slash tv tv production not sure how dm works on here but i would love to talk to you and see what other alternatives are out there by the way my son is on the spectrum i would be happy to serve as a compass based on where you are all located there is local unions in most major cities so yeah let's chat if you're looking for an alternative solution i can't promise anything but i can help with the lay of the land and getting him connected to fellow pros you got to start somewhere and he has experience so that is a really sweet comment um op responds saying that they are trying to chat back um and then i'm going to read a couple more comments i kind of think you're enabling him also it sounds like autism isn't holding him back in any way he's fully capable of working and paying bills i understand he isn't a freeloader but part of being grown up is having your own place a lot of times that means taking crappy jobs you don't want to do it does mean he has to give up it doesn't mean he has to give up his dreams he can still actively apply for jobs in that field but he may have to work at walmart in the meantime the goal should be to get him fully independent. Independent. I totally understand your husband not wanting your brother to live with you forever. This is a very, very good comment. Um, your husband calling your brother nasty names is an asshole move, but he seems reasonably frustrated. It sounds like your husband does not enjoy having your brother around nearly as much as you do. How did this living arrangement come to be? Did your husband agree to live with you and your brother forever? Additionally, this living arrangement seems to be allowing your brother to stagnate and wallow honestly how many people get their dream job at all and at 26 <clears throat> maybe it's 
not great for either of the men in your life. It's not the asshole, but you need to talk with your husband and listen to him without shaming him. I agree. Uh, in this situation, I don't think you are an asshole, but I do think you could have handled it better. Uh, story number five. Am I the asshole for criticizing my roommate's grooming habits harshly? Hey y'all, I'm 26 male, currently live in a rented apartment with my roommate, 24 male. Recently, we've been running into some issues because of his grooming. I occasionally noticed a funk coming off of him. A few times it got bad enough to ask him to take a shower because it was distracting me and grossing me out. He apologized and said he had a lessened sense of smell, which made him less likely to realize he needed a shower. Sounded kind of BS to me, but he showered, so I didn't think anything of it. Our apartment has two full bathrooms in the hallway, and I ordered a bidet for mine. The other day, I was installing it, and he happened upon me doing so. He asked what it was for, and I explained. He chuckled and said, you gays are something else. I laughed and said, it's less invasive than toilet paper and more effective. And he laughed and said, yeah, but I don't use that either. Oh, God. Uh, something clicked in my head, and I asked him for clarification. Apparently, he never wipes. Ew. He says he thinks it's gross to rub his ass with a piece of paper that doesn't really do anything. He said no straight guy does, and it's not a big deal. I asked what he does if he eats Taco Bell or something, and he said he just takes a shower. I asked what if he's in a public bathroom. He says he just waits until he gets home. I then asked if he washes his butt in the shower, and he said that the soap from his back drips down and takes care of it. Ugh. At this point, I was basically gagging and told him he can't sit on any of my furniture I pay for, which is most of it, until he wipes and washes his crusty ass. He got mad and says the only reason I care is because I get fucked in mine, to which I responded that I'm a top. Good for you. He got pissy and left after this, and I haven't seen him since. I called his girlfriend to ask if uh, she has heard from him, and she came over. I explained the situation. She got grossed out. Oh, I misread that and she said he came over explained the situation to her and she got gross out and then he left her place i feel kind of bad for not viewing this as a he doesn't know the right way situation rather than the antagonistic turn it took am i the asshole no you are not the asshole in my opinion i think that that is absolutely disgusting and uncalled for and that he should have been taught i don't understand what's this thing about not being taught how to wipe your butt from your parents it's just disgusting uh let's dig into these comments uh let's see here you're the asshole for making me read this question and question my faith in humanity not the asshole though get a new roommate hire a biohazard team to come in and set the place on fire and report a complaint to the geneva convention <laughs> oh my gosh that is a top-notch comment uh laugh my ass off right this is about a million story i've encountered on reddit reddit about men who refuse to wash their asses i'm about to log off forever the next comment reads, I can't wipe my ass. That would be gay. It's something that even occurred to me might be a thing. Every day I'm blown away by toxic masculinity. Edit, not the asshole OP. And then the next comment reads, not only does he not wash his ass, it's almost as if he's proud of it. How in the hell has his G GF put up with this? I'm wondering how she didn't even know. Um, yeah, I, I would be uh, telling him to get out. I would be telling him to get out and that's just disgusting um moving on uh am i the asshole for am i the asshole for asking our neighbors to turn off the lights at night 
We live in a rural area away from city lights. We built our house with a six-foot tall glass panels, one as a door, and our second-floor bedroom face the woods so we can enjoy the view from the bed and have the door to the deck open in the summer. Several years ago, a new house was built 400 feet behind ours on the property next door. When the current owners moved in in 2021, I greeted them with a warm mulberry cobbler. I also explained to them that their outdoor lights would shine into our bedroom at night. My request was that they shut them off when they go to bed, which fell on deaf ears. A couple of months later, after one of their dogs attacked ours, 535 emergency vet visit for a deep puncture wound that they did not pay for. Oh, that they did pay for. I mentioned the lights again. She said that they live far off the street. It gets dark at night, duh. And their kids sleep on the front side of the house. Then she suggested we get window treatments at a cost that would be around 650 to match the wood blinds that we have. Then the holidays roll around and they have lights installed all around the eaves of their house and the shed. It's lit up like a nuclear plant. You could probably see it from space. Even one of our other neighbors wondered how we liked living next to the airport. So at 4 o'clock in the morning, I sent her a text with a picture of our bedroom saying the lights looked nice and asked if they needed to be on all night as they light up our bedroom. Her response, lights really seem to be an issue for you. They are Christmas lights. Millions of people have them. I don't believe there is a law against having them. My suggestion was to put them on a timer so they'd go off of bed at bedtime. Again, she was prickly. I will see if I can put them on a timer, but I don't understand why I'm the only one that needs to make changes. Why are you always asking us to not have lights on when you still must not have the window treatments if they're still bothering you? If the roles were reversed and your lights were bothering me, I personally would just get blinds versus asking you to make a change to your way of living. I just feel like from day one, you've got on us about our lights. I too moved out of the country to be able to live freely and free. feel like I've got more more restrictions now than i did when i lived in a neighborhood i will see if i can get them on a timer but i can't possibly keep restricting my family's way of living for one person the lights were put on a timer to go off at 11:30 p.m and came back on at 5 a.m that was in 2021 this last holiday season they went off at midnight and came back on at 4:30 a.m sometimes the lights on the shed would stay on all night they don't have lights taken down until the beginning of february I've always been civil with them and even took a bottle of champagne over on New Year's the first year to thank them for using a timer. They still leave the lights on on the front of their house and shed. Sad face. Am I the asshole for wanting to sleep in the dark? Oh boy. Let me run over to the comments section. Let's find out. Sorry, this post was deleted by the person who originally posted. Oh boy. Well, let's see why it was removed. This account currently shadow banned or suspended. So the first comment is, you're the asshole. Close your blinds. They're allowed to have outdoor lights on their property. Your windows and lack of shades is your problem. There is more than a football field away from you. Complaining about the holiday lights that far away is ridiculous. Then there's a uh, follow-up comment. I appreciate that you pointed how far the houses are from each other. Even though I read the distance in the post, my brain didn't really compute what that meant. More than a football field really puts this in perspective that the house is far as fuck. As someone who grew up in a rural-ish area and has since lived in a downtown small city and housing developments it's far you're the asshole imagine having your house that far away and still being bothered can't you imagine how damned the how damn bright those fucking lights are i am still 
I am in a similar situation. I can see the fucking neighbor's house from two fucking miles away as I headed home at night. Goodness. Okay, so many F-bombs in there. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I would own toward them not being sarcastic. In the Midwest, you can see signal lights from as far away as five miles. I didn't know that. Uh, let's see here. I agree. I read the distance, but still pictured the house being right behind them in a rural area and felt bad for this OP. This does change things. So honestly, I, I, I don't know. I think you are the asshole. I think you should get your treated blinds and suck it up. I mean, this is, seems like it's been going on for more than a year. So, you know, get it together, OP. Moving on story titled my roommate's boyfriend has moved in without my consent pretty much the title i female 22 live in a two bed one bath apartment with my friend 22 female my roommate started seeing her partner in september and ever since they have been together he has basically lived at our apartment her boyfriend is also in college and i do sympathize with him because his living situation with his roommates is very rocky because of his relationship with my roommate and their house is disgusting my roommate and I are the only people on our lease, and we also have to pay for utilities. We live in Canada, so we pay more in the winter due to heating and power. Since December, my roommate's boyfriend has been living with us full time. They do stay at his place. They do not stay at his place at all, and he has moved all of his clothes and items besides furniture into her room. He doesn't pay into any of our utilities or rent or helps around the house. He basically is a squatter here. He takes two. He takes two 20-minute showers per day on top of my roommate and I, which has ran up the water bill like crazy. Our power is 200 more than it usually is, and it's hard to know if it's because of him or if it's because of its winter time. I literally just hide in my room between classes. I feel like they have fully taken over our living situation without asking me and adding another person about adding another person to our house. Our lease ends in May, and I seriously cannot wait to move out. So, this one is not one where they're asking if they're the asshole they're just kind of venting um about their boyfriend their roommate's boyfriend moving in um and let's dig into these comments could also bring up to your roommate as an adult don't think it would be too outlandish to have a rent split in three ways for her to pay pay a little more for him get your big girl pants on and either let them know he needs to pay or move out or look for another living option for yourself um so, I'm very sorry you're dealing with this, OP. This must be frustrating, especially since your roommate did not ask for your consent, consent on this. She absolutely should have. It is not fine that she and her boyfriend move in without receiving your permission first. I second the other commenter that I absolutely think you should talk to your roommate about this and let her know how you're feeling and see if there's a, any way you can the rent can be split three ways if your roommate and or her boyfriend refuse to leave because you should not have to deal with this your roommate should also respect your decision in the case you want her boyfriend not to live with you at all i'm so sorry and i hope it works out yeah i mean there definitely i agree there needs to be a conversation um because you cannot bottle it up like this especially you know if you're uncomfortable in your own home you should never ever feel uncomfortable in your own home in my opinion um moving on our next story is titled entitled neighbor mows our lawn without permission then expects payment so our neighbor is new to the street, six month tops. He owns a mowing service and wakes me up nearly every morning at 4.20 a.m. using power tools of some kind out in the front before he heads to work. 
So last week, my husband started to whippersnip the front. However, a storm came across and he had to come inside before he could mow. On the weekend, we hear both neighbors start mowing at 8 a.m. and we're getting the kids ready for a birthday party. I look out the front to see the new neighbor on his ride on our doing our front lawn. As I notice him, he finishes and goes back next door. I mentioned it to my husband and we're both feeling pretty awkward about it as we haven't formally met them. And why is he randomly mowing our lawn? Is he being nice? What is this? We head out to the kids' party and arrive home midday. Under the door is a bill for a lawn mowing. The cheeky sod was asking for an audit $55 for 30 minutes on his ride-on that we didn't ask for. I take the bill to their house and hand it to his wife, expecting we weren't explaining we weren't paying for this as we never asked him to mow and we were extremely confused by the situation she honestly didn't even look shocked at what her husband did she said she will give it back to him and that was it we are thinking they were trying to scam us into paying seriously who charges 110 per hour for a mowing service wow so that neighbor is crazy um I understand, like, doing a nice thing. Maybe you're new to the neighborhood, and maybe he just finds, you know, mowing very therapeutic. I know a lot of people do, and he might he might even just enjoy it. But um, expecting a payment? That's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, my God. I hope his wife has a talk to him about it. Um, let's dig into these comments. Had a neighbor do almost the same thing, mowed the nature strip a few times without ever really meeting or knowing him. He was an avid gardener, so always mowed before I ever had a chance. Then after a few mows, he slipped a note in the letterbox. I've been mowing for free. From now on, it's $20 per month. I was like, I have a mower. I can do it myself. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh lol that mofo actually tried to apply drug dealer tra tactics on lawn mowing Psst. hey kid you like the smell of fresh cut grass here's a sample for free you look like a kid that's got a green thumb you can always go greener goodness i have never met a drug dealer who gives anything for free where are we meeting these dealers um i've never gotten free samples of grass either so the comments are hilarious as you can imagine um <laughs> i love that so these are all the stories I have with that theme today for roommates slash neighbor horror stories. If you enjoyed today's uh, video, I really hope you hit the subscribe button or give me a like. Uh, this will be my first time doing something like this. Uh, let me know how I can improve. Leave a comment down below and I really appreciate for you sticking around and listening. You have a great day.